0: Welcome back to another episode of the Inquisitive Mamba Podcast. This is episode 47. Max is joining us again. Uh, seems like he might be a frequent guest on the show uh, for the next few weeks because football season is coming to an end, and I'm You're not welcome. opposed to having him on the show. So how's it going, man?
1: I'm doing fantastic, Joe, especially after uh, last week's win.
0: How uh, How's your week been?
1: Doing good. Just yeah. uh, same old, same old. Cleaning up the house.
0: Yeah, how's that going?
1: Uh, good. We put up some dry I put up some drywall today. Got my blue collar on, so I'm having having a good time.
0: Awesome. Well, you know me. When it gets closer to the end of the week, Friday, I get even happier. But actually there's some football on tonight. The Raiders and the Rams, uh, familiar face, you know of a guy that was in your division for a couple of years, drafted by the Browns, Baker Mayfield. Max, when you think of Baker Mayfield on the Rams, do you think you, you gotta think of, okay, the season's definitely over for the Rams. They're just the wheels are off and they're just they're just gambling at this point.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do. They don't have their they don't have Cooper Cup. Uh they obviously don't have Stafford. I don't even know why. I mean, obviously they were they were low on quarterbacks. Is Baker start like set to start?
0: Yeah, he's set to start. Actually, um yeah, he's starting tonight. They said that he mm-hmm. was studying the playbook on the on the flight here to LA uh from to LAX. Uh they said he is going to be playing tonight. But I mean, I don't expect a huge role from him. Obviously, I think they're gonna go heavy on the ground with Cam Akers. I think that makes you know the mm-hmm. most sense. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, obviously, does he know the playbook fully? I mean, he's played football his whole life. I mean, they're three and nine. I mean, doesn't really matter that much. And obviously, like you said, there's no Cooper Cup. No. They're just kind of you know hanging on by a thread at this point. So I mean, I think it'll be a fun game to watch. But you know, the spread for the uh, Rams and the Raiders game, the Vegas is favored by six and a half.
1: Really, two pretty bad teams. So,
0: even though the Raiders are five and seven, they're on a three-game win streak.
1: Really, so- yeah. I mean, I I expect them to go to on a four-game win streak tonight. Um, I'd Put like to see Baker seven. back. I'd mm-hmm. like to see Baker come do something good. I I can't imagine it would happen. I like Baker as a player, just like as a person, mm-hmm. he's entertaining to watch. Uh, he's not always. It's just very good, but he he's fun right. to watch no matter what. So uh, to see him do well, I, I, don't, I don't mind it. So I would like to see it, but I don't expect it.
0: I know you don't sports bet, obviously. I know it's not technically legal in Florida, but there's apps in Florida where you can, you know, player props and there's other apps. But if you're a gambler, let's say, you know, you threw some money on the game tonight, would you take the underdogs as in the Rams plus six and a half, or would you take... The Raiders at minus six and a half. Now the Raiders are on the road. They're they're the favorites. So who would you take in this matchup tonight? With what's going I mean, on for you? you know, have obviously, to take
1: the I mean the wheel. Like you said it yourself, the wheels are falling off for the Rams. So they've got a quarterback. who's uh, When did he get signed? Four days ago? Five days ago?
0: Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Wednesday.
1: Ago, and he's expected to go go in and play a full game. I expect the offense to do nothing. And I mean Devonte Adams still scores touchdowns. So. Uh, I'd expect that to continue, and the Raiders to blow the brakes off the Rams.
0: If you were okay, I'll give you the second one here. If you were, if you're betting on this game as well, would you take Devonte Adams for an anytime touchdown, or would you stay away from that because he's going up against Jalen Ramsey? And surprisingly, the Rams have been pretty good in the red zone.
1: I mean, it, you're you're right. It is hard to bet against Jalen Ramsey, but he's he still gets scored on. Does Jalen Ramsey play both sides of the field? Does no. he follow? Will he follow. So, I mean, Devontae Adams is still going to get his when he's not against Jalen. So, yeah, I would take Devontae any time. He is – I mean, he's still uh, – how many touchdowns does he have this year? 12, 13?
0: I think it's 11 or 12. Yeah, I think it's 12 now.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. he's scoring like, a lot of touchdowns. So, I would expect him to continue that.
0: Okay, if you're betting on this game, would you take Derek Carr over one-and-a-half passing touchdowns? He's hit it in his last – I think it's four games. That's
1: hard with Jalen Ramsey on the field.
0: That's the I bet know. I have tonight.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it's Derek Carr. He he does throw the ball.
0: And he thought yeah, and actually the Rams have a pretty good run defense too. So I expect them to go. You know, a uh, oh. lot of uh, I expect a lot of uh, shotgun tonight.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's a bad bet. I don't think that's a bad bet at all. All
0: right, fair. So we're going to come back to the NFL here in a little bit, but there's something that happened in the MLB uh, yesterday morning. Actually, potentially, or they say it was, it happened the day before, but we found out the news yesterday morning, Aaron judge re-signed with the Yankees on a nine year, $360 million deal. When I texted you, what did you think? When I first texted you, I said, Aaron you judge to the me, said he's going to the giants I, and, and I, I was, went nuts. <laughs> I knew
1: you were going to be upset by that, but it turns out that was a false alarm. Uh My I did, to begin with, I really didn't see why Judge would go anywhere else other than Yankees. Obviously, I'm not a huge MLB guy, but you explained mm-hmm. to me that there was some bad blood with the GMs and stuff. But I mean yeah. I didn't see why he would go anywhere else. So I think the Giants thing was all smokescreen just to have him come back. Uh I genuinely wasn't surprised that he stayed.
0: Do you think that was a good contract though? Nine years, $360 million because he's 30, he's gonna be 30 years old this upcoming season.
1: Yeah, he'll end his career there. They'll get mm-hmm. the best years of his career the next four, four or five years, and then it's what it took to to take him. Like you can't in in this day and age of the MLB, you can't expect to sign a big player to anything less than eight, eight, nine, ten years. You know, you because if the Giants are offering yeah. nine, ten years, you gotta you gotta match that. Uh, they they expect to use you four or five of those years, and then uh, if you got, last any longer, then they're they're happy. Uh, I think. That's just uh, the expectation.
0: So during the season, right around when the season started back in April, uh, Aaron Judge actually decided to bet on bet on himself, and he was put, uh, the Yankees offered him a two hundred thirteen million dollar deal, and he said absolutely not. Now being in that position then to where he's at now, he ended up making over right around one hundred forty million dollars more. Imagine that you bet on yourself in the regular season. You know you're a really good player. Do you know wow. you're going to break the AL home run record and go have that kind of season? I don't think so, it's, but uh,
1: it's bold of him to do. I think, uh I think back when I think of players betting on themselves, I think back to, uh, I think it was, was it Dennis Schroeder on the Lakers that was yeah. an insane contract that ended up just falling out of every, every team's radar. Look and, where he's back now. Yeah. what Where did he, where did he get like, what was he offered? Like 60 mil or something?
0: I think he was offered. I think it was the Lakers offered him. I think it was 84 million. That yeah. was the contract, and he said no, and then nobody signed him, and he like ended up going to the Celtics. To sure. Yeah, he basically almost very close to a vet min. He ended up going to the Celtics, and then uh somehow got got on the Rockets, and now he's back on the Lakers. Yeah, it's tough market to bet on yourself, man.
1: Yeah, it's 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 good to see a player come out on top in that situation. I I feel for Dennis Schroeder in that situation, and I'm but happy. it is. Judge it is it.
0: Aaron. It is Aaron Judge. I mean, compared to Dennis Schroeder, like I I really like that point a lot. But when you think about Aaron Judge and Dennis Schroeder, you're like, one's the face of the franchise. One's the face of New York, basically. He's basically the face of baseball. And then you think of, of Dennis course. Schroeder and you're just like, yeah, of course. But-
1: so it, it happened to work out for Aaron Judge and it happened to not work out for Dennis Schroeder.
0: There's uh, there's some more MLB news, actually, uh, these past few days. The winter meetings, I think they just wrapped up yesterday. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But Justin Verlander, he re, uh, he signed with the Mets. He left the Astros. He ended up signing on a two-year, uh, 86, $86 million deal. He's a 40-year-old pitcher coming up this season. What do you think of that uh, deal? For two years, you just lost DeGrom to the Rangers on a five-year 185. What are your thoughts on that?
1: What was the contract?
0: Uh, for DeGrom or Verlander? Verlander. Verlander was 2 years 86.6 million to be exact.
1: 43 million a year? Yeah. How old is he?
0: 40. Mm-hmm.
1: Jesus Christ. That's outrageous. Yeah.
0: Well, look I mean, what they I, just did with Scherzer last offseason.
1: I mean, that's that's insane. That's insane. I mean to unfortunately the Mets uh, haven't been had very good luck with their free agent signings or just their players in general. They their pitching has been notoriously injured uh so to sign a veteran knowing that your your pitchers can't stay healthy as it is uh it seems like a big stretch for them i hope it works out for them but i don't i don't know if that's going to be the case
0: so do you like that signing yes or no
1: i don't think so no i don't i mean that's that is a lot of money for a 40 year old that is a lot of money
0: now, personally, me, I'm going to take the opposite side, and I'm going to say I do like that because, obviously, you've got a winning manager in Buck Show, Walter. Verlander has proven he's a, I think he's a three-time Cy Young winner. You have Scherzer uh, as well, so that's your one-two right there. I understand they're old, but you're in win-now mode with this roster anyways. You just yeah. hired Steve Cohen last offseason. He's your new owner. He's has no problem spending a bunch of money. So I say go for it. You're in New York. You're in a huge market. You're obviously going up. Your your rival is the Yankees. Obviously, even they're AL NL, but still, I mean, what you're gonna let? Yeah, I like up, the attitude you know? of
1: putting all, all your eggs in one basket. Like go yeah, for it. Go I for it. Too. Fucking do it. Like go for it. Um, it, it, you see too many teams try to play it cute and just don't just don't get that last final piece. They're they're willing to lay it all on the line to win now or the next year. So I like the balls on them. Uh, will it work out we'll see
0: I did briefly just speak or bring up uh, Jacob deGrom he ended up going the Rangers on a five-year 185 million dollar deal what do you make of that because deGrom's been one of the best pitchers in the MLB the past couple seasons when healthy yeah exactly but that's this this past season he he wasn't that good so what do you make of that contract do you think like he's just going for the money or the Rangers can contend if they get somebody else what are your thoughts on that
1: Oh, he's got to be going for the money. I don't. When you see when you see big contracts, the guys that can't stay healthy, it's always such a risky play. And they're knowing them, knowing themselves, they're going to look for the longevity, the biggest money they can get, knowing that they themselves can't stay healthy. Um, so the Rangers are taking a big gamble. Degrom is taking his his retirement, and I I don't even know how he is, but one hundred eighty-five million. He's
0: thirty-four.
1: Yeah, he's getting another five years out of his career. He he might not make it another five years with the way he gets injured. So he's made that paycheck. Uh, hopefully, he can stay healthy. But the Rangers are betting that he'll stay healthy, and that's never doesn't genuinely generally turn out well when you've got a an injury prone player.
0: Baseball is one of those sports where you sit there, and obviously, there's no salary cap, so guys can really go wherever they want, and really is their loyalty. I mean, look. I mean, I don't know. I just I I sit there and I go to Crom to the Rangers. You could have went back to the Mets. You could have got a ring, you know, potentially with the Mets if you would have stayed because the Mets, the way they're going, that's where they're, 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 they're trending. The do you think the Mets are more than the Rangers? I mean, He's sick know. of his
1: injuries. He hasn't done shit for them. I know, but but he's
0: the face of their franchise. That's the thing. You're just like, I mean, he's arguably, he's the guy for them, you know, other than Scherzer, he's older, but still it's just like you let DeGrom walk. I mean, Hey, you know, they, they, I guess they'll have to figure it out, but the the Mets will be fine. Obviously. I think, I mean, obviously I think it's a big loss, but I mean, you did just get Verlander replacing him. But my friend said to me, he said, uh, do we want to keep uh, DeGrom for another five years with all those injuries, kind of like what you said, or do we just want to sign Verlander for two? But Verlander also just came off an injury the previous season. So, I mean, he did just win a World Series and he's been, you know, lights out. He just won a Cy Young this offseason. but. I don't know. So um, actually Xander Bogart's uh, former Red Sox player, he signed with the Padres this uh, actually this morning and Red Sox fans were in shambles. What do you make of Xander Bogart's going to the Padres coming out West, leaving the Red Sox, a team he's been with since he was 17 years old. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, My thoughts are that I did not even know that the Padres were an MLB team.
0: You definitely did. But Bogart's 11 years, $280 million. What do you think of that?
1: I mean that's that's outrageous. How he's been there since he was seventeen. How old is he now?
0: Bogarts. So he's. I think he's what 26, 27? six, twenty seven. He's been there for a while.
1: I just it, can't believe the length of the contracts that they give these MLB players. It is. I know. It's. I mean, it's just unheard of in any sport, in any contract, like eleven years, two hundred eighty million. What? Where are they? Where are they coming up with that money? Like,
0: no salary cap. Big not.
1: I I mean this is a bad question for me because I don't know anything about Bogarts. I don't know anything about the Padres. Like I said, I didn't even know the Padres were a franchise. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, that is a that is a, a long time. It is sad to see a hometown guy leave. I know I know how it feels seeing. Uh, you know I had to watch Andy Dalton leave the Bengals, and that really hurt me. So so I know how it feels.
0: All right, last last one here for you. MLB contract. Trey Turner. He played for the Dodgers. You're familiar with him, right? Uh, he's on, yeah. he's on the Phillies now. He just signed 11 year, uh, 300, uh, $300 million deal. The Padres actually offered him more. He met with the Padres. He met with the Dodgers and he ended up t- signing with the Phillies. He wanted to go back to the East coast. I saw this report like months ago that they were saying, Turner will probably go to the Phillies because he's an East coast guy. That's where he wants to be. But the Dodgers are one of those teams where you you continuously have won. You've been very successful. You just won in 2020. Where do the Dodgers go from here with losing Trey Turner? Because yesterday it came out and they said that there won't they won't be signing Correa because of the fans and how the fans were upset because of the whole cheating thing with Correa. Now, if you're an owner of the Dodger, if you're an owner of a team, or you're the owner of the Dodgers, for example, let's just say you're in the front office, would you just say screw it and bypass the your fans, or would you sign Carlos Correa? Because ultimately, the fans are the ones that are bill in your stadium. What, what do you make of that?
1: I make of that, that the front office had something else wrong with Carlos Correa other than the fans. And as good publicity, Mm -hmm. they described it as for the fans. Okay. Uh, I would venture to guess that there was some riffs inside internally Mm -hmm. because when there's a guy that's playing lights out, they're going to pay money for him. Uh, I I can't imagine that. I think that is a goodwill uh, testament mm-hmm. by the front office to be in the goodwill of the fans. I don't mm-hmm. think that's the whole story.
0: You don't think so? You
1: you I mean you. This is obviously two different sports, two different front offices. But like you see, guys like Michael Vick come and get big contracts after doing something mm-hmm. horrible, and guys like Deshaun Watson. They're they're if they're top of the line players. uh, Generally, they get they get the money. So, yeah, uh, I I'm hesitant to believe that's the full story for the Dodgers. But if it is true, uh, good for
0: them. That's interesting. I, I, I really like that. All right. So we have to go back to the NFL here. We talked a lot about the MLB, but. How about that game Monday night with the Bucks and the Saints? We have friends that are Saints fans. One of our friends is a you know is a big Saints fan. Actually, two of our friends are Saints fans. But that Buck Saints game, you watched the whole game? Oh,
1: no, I watched the last drive. When I said when I heard my parents screaming in the other room, that's when I started watching. It was and I'm really glad three. that I started watching.
0: You know, it was sixteen to three with like five minutes left in the fourth quarter. But do you know yeah. the like the headline of late in that game was Mark Ingram the injury? Did you see that clip? Uh-huh. So uh Dalton kind of threw a swing pass to Ingram and Ingram basically cut the third down like he just kind of slipped out of bounds basically cuz he mm-hmm. was injured like the drive before and they mm-hmm. say like if he would have picked up that first down we might a be talking up. about it my game might have been game over. I mean there was still 5 minutes left but you pick up that third and 2, I think third and 3 and Mark Ingram came back on Twitter and said I failed my team. I'm sorry about this. I'm sorry about that but Let's not take away from the Bucks defense. They were they were spectacular in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah. I don't understand what it is about Tom Brady, or especially this year, that the offense just can't seem to get firing. But now this is the second drive of the season that he's led a fourth fourth quarter winning drive, right? One against the Rams. Third?
0: Third because the Packers, but they missed the two and point the conversion. Yeah. They they right. didn't come back. They missed the two points. So the tech, yeah, second, his second win, but his third in the fourth quarter late.
1: Yeah, I do not understand why. I mean, I think this is common to believe, but like why they can't get the offense going like that. But when something about the fourth quarter turns on and they get going, Tom Brady usually drives a very consistent offense. They're able to score consistently and that's just not been the case lately. Uh, So to see that, I just makes me wish that they could do that yeah consistently it do it have to be the fourth quarter to, the fourth quarter in a losing game to 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 turn the offense on i Every- i don't
0: Every team suffers injuries. I completely understand that. You have had Fournette's been in and out of the lineup. The, you know he's he's back now with the hip injury. Rashad White, the rookie, he's been he's been pretty good, but they haven't had Ryan Jensen. He's been out the entire year. Wurfs has missed his last two games. He's their you know draft tackle from Iowa. He's been an All Pro. Uh, Donovan Smith is horrible. He probably shouldn't even be employed. He's making. He's the, the one, to do, either he's one making, got that
1: got there for the holding.
0: Yeah, he's I think they came out and they said it was like he, they could have called holding on every play against him uh, against the Saints. And it's true. He's making like I think it's 18, 19 million dollars a year anyways. But I agree with you. The Bucks haven't been able to get in sync. They haven't been able to be on the same page. I think it starts with the coaching, though, because left, which is the O.C. Bowles is the head coach. And I just don't think Bowles is fit to run a team I think he's better fit as a defensive coordinator. I think that's what he's always been known as. I just mm-hmm. think it's he's just in over his head as a head coach. So but they got the Niners coming up this week here and uh the Niners are actually favored by three and a half points. Are you gonna take At the home? Bucks as oh. the dog? No, they're going they're coming to San Fran. Are you gonna take oh. the Bucks as the dog or are you taking the Niners to cover their or the spread? I mean who's who's the Niners quarterback? Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant.
1: See that's that's tough because I would have said I would never bet on the Bucks, but right. having Brock Purdy in, I I think he, you he think-
0: wasn't bad against the Niners. Excuse me, he wasn't bad against the. He Dodgers, won the game. Though. He won the game. Yeah, their their defense. It's- yeah, he made he made enough plays. But what do yeah. what do you think?
1: I, I'm taking the Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks all the way. I
0: Bucks money line or Bucks plus three and a half. I'm
1: taking them plus. No, no, I'll take the money line.
0: Okay, and here's Fair. why. Okay. I want to
1: see the Bucks win. I want them to get their hopes up,
0: mm-hmm. and then I
1: want them to come back to Tampa and get the living shit kicked out of them by the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals.
0: So, oh, God. yes, Bucks
1: win, and then they come come home and get completely trampled by the Bengals. That's what I'm I'm betting on.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay, all right. So I'm going to take and Joey. You and
1: I will be there to see it.
0: We will. Yes, we will be there. I'm going to take. uh I'm going to take the Bucs as well, plus three and a half. I think the Niners will win that game. I hate betting against Brady, but I just haven't seen enough week in and week out to really put me on the traje- trajectory of I'm there with you guys. I'm not there yet. They have got they just have the pieces, but they just haven't been able to put it all together. And it's getting late now. It's almost Christmas time here. So um, what else we got here? We have uh, the Bills and the Jets. You know the Bills are favored by 10 points against the Jets on Sunday?
1: I mean, that's 10? a lot. That's a lot a lo- that's a lot when the Bills have been struggling lately not not yeah. they're not running on all cylinders mm-hmm. and the Jets have been better than the Jets Jets we've seen in the last 5 10 years like they're they're really good like they're really the good defense is good for, c- compared to what the, we're used to for the Jets so
0: yes culture change point
1: spread on a on a team with a winning record that's a pretty pretty large spread it is um,
0: Buffalo's home though
1: I would one hundred and thirty percent take the Jets to cover,
0: plus ten. Sauce okay, Gardner,
1: but- Gardner taking out Stefan Diggs. Um, I mean, they've got Gabriel Davis. He's a he's a good wide receiver, but Josh Allen has been struggling. And if his if he's losing wide receiver one, he's not going to lose him all together. But if he right. if he's struggling to get to wide receiver one, I think wide receiver two and three are not enough to keep them afloat.
0: No, I'm not peace, not like Tyree Kill. Two things for that Jets Bills game. It's going to come down to the trenches, and it's come going to come down to Mike White. If Mike White, if he can play like he did against the Vikings, I like Mike White. I do White. too. I, I the like Bengals Mike last guy. year.
1: He he was the he yeah. was looking like the MVP against the Bengals last year.
0: I I do like Mike White as well. Am I? But they were down. I think it was. They were down, I think, twenty to three to the Vikings in that game. But I mean, I, it, it's going to be a good game, but it's going to come down to the trenches. And the Jets have a really good D line. Ooh, uh-huh. That D line's legit. So, um, we got to talk about the elephant in the room. Odell Beckham Jr. Is he going to sign with a team? Is he going to go to the Cowboys? Is he going to go back to the Giants? Is he going to go to Buffalo? Now that Von Miller tore his ACL, so. Uh, it basically came out and said Odell said that he is on did Tara's ACL. Yeah. They came back. I was going to get into that. They came back and said that he did Tara's ACL after um, a okay. couple tests. So he's out for the year, but Odell Beckham jr. Right. So he said he can play in five weeks. He told Micah Parsons, Cowboys uh, linebacker slash DN. he told him that he can play, but then also Reports said that he's not ready to go until January, which I guess is five weeks away. So if you're the Cowboys, are you going to sign Odell? Or we had this conversation last year. I remember we talked about this. Why would a team sign Odell if he's not fully healthy?
1: I I don't know. I was hesitant when we had this conversation last year. I I didn't think signing Odell was even worth it then, just the way he performed on the Browns. And yeah. he ended up scoring a few touchdowns for the Rams. I think he had eight or nine in his tenure there and including a super bowl, including a super bowl touchdown. So he turned out to be all right. I mean, he wasn't putting up yards like he used to, but he was, he was a really good red zone wide receiver. Yeah. I, if he can still do that, I'm trying to think what team needs that. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I look to what team would he sign with first, well, you're not he's not going to sign with a losing team right he, no he's, no
0: that's why i like, said you got the cowboys the bills he doesn't care about playing he cares about winning
1: he would yes. he would sit out before he signs with the, yes. the jaguars right you like
0: absolutely
1: yeah so i think yeah the cowboys could could use him the bills i I like, but I don't know if they're as big a market there. I mean, they're, that's a lie. They're a big market. But I think We're, I think Cowboys make sense. Yes. Odell Beckham's all about his celebrity. Like, he's all about breathing his celebrity. That's why he was out in L.A. That's why he wants to go to Dallas. Like, he would go to Dallas. So he's going think- to
0: a Cowboys. He's going to a Mavericks game on a Tuesday night with Corey Gamble, who's part of the Kardashian family, basically. He cares about his status. That's exactly what he cares oh, about. He's Travon 100% Diggs, about his celebrity. Parsons parsons yeah of course dallas makes
1: sense you look at the you look at the the dallas dallas as a team they're they're super already like they're 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 looking to make a a playoff push i know they 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 often disappoint in that front but i think right now it looks like he has to go
0: there does he put okay does odell beckham put the cowboys over the hump to get them like okay let's say the way they are now they're what nine and they're what nine and three at this point They play the Texans this week. I mean, that's a free spot on the bingo board, but you have Odell, right? You you put him into the equation. Adam Zeke, Pollard, Gallup, Schultz, Prescott. You have a good old line. Lamb. The CD, correct. Yes. Are they the favorites in the NFC at that point?
1: See, I don't know if Odell makes that big of a difference. I don't know. They're already nine and three. Would they be would they be ten and two with Odell? Probably not. Probably not. They'd still be nine and three. Uh, I don't yeah. think that much of a difference maker. But again, I was wrong about this last year when he's mm-hmm. he was the difference maker in the Rams Bengals uh, 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 Super Bowl last year. So yeah. So uh, to say, I I could be wrong, but I don't see him making much of a difference for the Cowboys. But again, I was wrong on this before.
0: The question is: Is do you I, want do, on, I do I do you see him
1: making to... more of a difference on the Bills? I don't. I think Gabe Davis is good, but I think Odell is better than Gabe Davis as a wide receiver. too, to to, to step on.
0: Mm. I yeah, I think so too. But obviously, he would get less catches in Buffalo. I think he wants the attention on him in in Dallas. It's a whole thing. I, I think Dallas makes sense, even if Jerry Jones wants to sign him. But then again, the reports basically came out like I like, you know, like we talked about that the Cowboys kind of threw him under the bus with the knee injury thing, basically because. We weren't supposed to know, I guess, that his knee, everyone thought his knee was fully healthy. Clearly, that's not the case. So, January, you're going to come in in January, basically, right before the postseason. Let's just sign. When
1: when can they sign? When's the last free agent signing? Is it? I don't know. Whenever?
0: They say he's ready in five weeks. So, I'm sure they, I think you can sign. I think there's, I think there is a cutoff, like you said, but I'm sure it'll be right before the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Okay. So, I think. I think Odell would be a welcome addition mm-hmm. to any. Maybe he'll come to the Bengals.
0: Keep dreaming. I don't – you don't need him. Why? Do you have Boyd, no, Higgins, yeah. Higgins, and Chase, and then Mix is yeah. going to come back. But, all right, so I saw this earlier this morning. Who do you think won the Rams and the Lions trade nearly two years ago? Now we're coming up here. Let's revisit it. The Rams got Stafford. They won the Super Bowl last year. Obviously, it's a yeah, surprise. And then – but the Lions golf, the Lions golf two first and a third. The Rams don't have any draft picks at this point. Mm-hmm. I think it's I'm, a bigger discussion than it, than, than it really, than people make, people I mean, making it, you know,
1: what if those two first and the third tier turn into, what if they drafted with that? Do you know?
0: Ooh, the, the two first, uh, I, I, I don't know. And was it Hutchinson? Maybe was think, it Hutchinson and Jamison Williams?
1: No, Hutchinson was the number one pick off the board, which would have been the lions pick anyway.
0: Right. Right. Okay. Was, was Jamison Williams one of those
1: maybe, and he hasn't even played this year.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I think think that
1: the discussion right now is we will have to wait another four or five years to see what those picks turn in turn out to be. But there's one team that gets a Super Bowl ring every year. And if you get that ring, no matter how much you give up for it, you are that one team. So I can't see how the lions, the lions definitely have not won the trade yet, but we we may see that the Rams look to be falling apart now. And I can't see them coming. Pulling, pulling it back together anytime soon so the not Lions, if Stafford doesn't come back and, yeah and the Lions don't look don't look terrible I mean they were they, they're they're okay they, they've they've had some really close games they're they better than, they're better than most Lions teams we've seen in our lifetime so yes. so maybe they're they're making the trending up and the Rams are definitely trending down so if if they uh complete that swing and the Lions end up being a dominant force then we'll then we'll have to look at this conversation differently
0: okay so we're going to come back to Lions here in about a minute or two but the Niners right so Jimmy G he obviously got hurt against the Dolphins in in that game ankle injury ankle foot but there I saw reports do you think Jimmy G could come back they say in seven to eight weeks and that's right around playoff time right if it would be divisional
1: I saw out for the season, but I, I mean, foot injuries generally don't last that long. I I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen foot. And but who who was it? Is it Anthony Davis that's always had foot injuries? I'm trying to think. Or KD that was out it's,
0: forever. It's K, it's KD with the foot injuries. Yeah. Yeah.
1: KD is always out with a foot injury. So maybe I'm wrong. But generally, I, I mean, especially a quarterback, especially a non-mobile quarterback, mm-hmm. you can get away with a little pain in the foot. So I think he would put, come back for the playoffs.
0: Okay, so let's say Jimmy G doesn't come back. Does he go is he in an, is he in a Niners uniform next year or is he elsewhere?
1: I mean, we've been talking about this for how many years now? Uh I mean, I think he's proven himself to be pretty valuable to the Niners. He's done all right. He's led them to a, a winning record. At, what's their record now?
0: They're the Niners are what, 8 and 4? Yeah. yeah.
1: He's led them to a very good record. So, I <laughs> think I I think barring I think Jimmy would stay, but You're I don't be know able to
0: afford can't. him though. If you look at yeah. that cap, like that their cap. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah.
1: I think uh I don't think they would want to let him go considering how good they are with him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if Jimmy wants I don't know if Jimmy feels appreciated there. So I don't know if he
0: wants to stay. Okay, so I know you've been waiting for this one here for the past few days. That Dolphins Niners game obviously sticking here on the Niners too. It wasn't that good. He like, was most terrible. People, like most people would say, yes, he was terrible. But I mean, one he- reception
1: for Jalen Waddle on my fucking fantasy team. Excuse me, Tyree Kill,
0: Tyree Kill still balled out. But I did see this and I think this makes a whole lot of sense. Right. So the Dolphins, they lost that game against the Niners. They kind of got put in their place. Mike McDaniel. There was a couple of clips of him saying I effed I up. It was on me. But you play the Chargers this week. You're favored by three points. But then next week you turn around and you play Buffalo. So I think all the Dolphins fans are going to get all excited against the Chargers this week because two is going to do well because the Chargers don't have a great defense. And you're going to go to Buffalo next weekend and Sunday, and it's going to be a mediocre game. And then we're going to be back to where we are. So what do you what do you what do you think of that? Like what are your thoughts on that?
1: I mean, I mean, yeah, they take the, they take the Chargers game, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh,
0: for sure. Ooh. Uh, not for sure, but I, right, they, right, 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 right. They're the right, favorite.
1: And then they go to Buffalo. And I think that the AFC is really on the line in that game. Like yes. all card spots are going to be changing all over the place. And if they want to win the division, mm-hmm. they got to be Buffalo. So yeah. it's going to be a high value game, whether they, uh, whether no matter what happens. So I'd, I'd like to see the dolphins win. I'm a, we're all Florida kids. So I don't mind seeing the dolphins succeed, especially considering they've been bad our entire lives. I know you don't cause you're, a, you're a Pat's fan, but, <laughs> but uh, I don't mind seeing a bad team do all right. So I, I do uh,
0: love watching Tyreek Hill play.
1: I love watching Tyreek Hill. Play, and so I think, fun. I think uh, the best case scenario for me is the dolphins lose to the mm-hmm. Chargers, mm-hmm. And then they also, Beat the bills. No, they lose the bills. And then we're in the wild card spot and the dolphins are out. I think that's what uh, I'd like to see. I think we're in either one, but as the yeah. more wins that have, the more losses that happen in, in the AFC it was better for the Bengals.
0: better for the Bengals, Right. So uh, yeah, I, I think it'll be a good game this Sunday, obviously against the chargers. Uh, I expected to be high scoring, but what really is the headline of that game? with the storyline is Herbert versus Tua because you've seen, you know, who Emmanuel Acho is, right? The social, mm-hmm. the, the clips of the he's the Tua Herbert's the social media QB. Tua's you know better. So nah, hey, dude, that guy's
1: so cringeworthy. He's such he's, a he's, he's such
0: annoying, a, but I do no respect thing. him for putting out his tape like tape of the games and showing you know people who are learning about the game. But Tua and Herbert this Sunday is going to be fireworks at SoFi Stadium. That's going to be a lot of fun. Obviously,
1: do we know if if the hmm. Chargers receivers are playing? Williams Uh, and Keenan
0: Allen uh, and Mike Williams? Oh, I don't know. That I guess it remains to be seen.
1: This can play a big part.
0: Yeah, I agree. But you know what really impressed me about the Dolphins last weekend last Sunday against the Niners was their defense. Not their offense, it was their defense. Their defense is actually legit, surprisingly. Yeah, After they great. added Bradley Chubb, I was like, "Damn,
1: this defense that was is good." A addition. That was a great addition.
0: And they haven't had Byron Jones all year too. You know remember Byron Jones, the uh Cowboys corner? Had the freakish combine from Yukon, mm-hmm. now he's on the the Dolphins. He's he mm-hmm. hasn't played all year. So, imagine you add will him he, to the will mix. He play? Uh, I don't know. I I mean, he was supposed to come off the pup list in like week four, but I oh, guess wow. they're still waiting now. So, but so you're taking the Dolphins in that one?
1: Uh, yeah, I think you have to. I'm
0: gonna roll the dice. I'm gonna take the Chargers plus three. Uh, but I still think that I think the Dolphins will win that game. I obviously I think they're better coached. I don't really care for Staley that much. Obviously, he knows he doesn't have a very good defense, so he has to. He puts the ball in Herbert's hands like every fourth down there is, even if they're on their own thirty. They're two aggressive coaches, though. I, I don't think it'll be high-scoring, but I, I think I'll take Miami as well. All right, so we're uh, we're on to the Bengals and the Chiefs. This is the floor is yours. You watched that entire game? Come on.
1: Of course I did.
0: All right, so what take? give me a little bit of your takeaway, your thoughts, how you felt like from the beginning of the game. Were you nervous? Were you like, oh, I mean, shoot? Of course I
1: was nervous. Yeah, how were you feeling? Uh, I mean, the, going into three weeks ago when we were looking at Titans-Chiefs, Yep uh Ravens, Bills to end our season, mm-hmm. and Box, uh, even though they're not that good, they're they're still a hard team to beat. Of course, I thought we we could very well go zero and four over uh, among those games mm-hmm. and ruin our season. So far, we're two and zero in that season in that stretch. I think mm-hmm. it really is a testament to show that Joe bro really does show up in big games. Three and zero against Patrick Mahomes, yeah, uh, it's incredible. And to like. Our defense is, is legit. We're, we're mm-hmm. holding, we're holding the best off of one of the best offenses in the league, uh, yeah. to what was the final score? 17, 20, 23, uh, 27,
0: 27, 24 Bengals.
1: Okay. I totally watched the game. I promise.
0: It's but, okay. Uh, You're good. You're good. No,
1: no. Uh, but our defense like holding in win times, we need it. Uh, we, we saw it in the AFC championship last year against the, uh, against the, uh, the chiefs yeah. too. So I think a lot of people sleep on the Bengals defense. And definitely sleep on our offense with uh no Joe Mixon. Samaj P Ryan has been having uh I, I mean he's looking like RB1 this in the time that Joe Mixon's been out. He's had right. I don't know five or six touchdowns since since Joe Mixon's been out, and he's just gone ballistic. And yeah. it's it's incredible to see that we can still pull it together. Mixon comes back. We have Mixon and Pirine. Mm-hmm. We have a healthy wide receiver core. Um, I don't I don't see how you who's beating us
0: what did you make of that you know play? who might beat
1: us actually is the browns this weekend because <laughs> we tend to we tend to <laughs> just throw it all away for the browns
0: man what do you make of that play before halftime there uh with that little end around play to trent trent taylor around the end kind of and i texted you that play
1: Irwin? you mean trent Irwin?
0: oh trent Irwin, yeah trent erwin yes what trent do you Irwin. what do you make of that play before halftime because i texted you and i was like just take the three you're playing the freaking chiefs what do you what like? How are you I, feeling about the situation there?
1: To see that Joe Burrow can make no-name wide receivers work, like Trent Irwin yeah. has looked really good within the time that that Joe uh, Jamar Chase has been out and is still producing, even yeah. though Chase is back. So to see, and in that press conference when Jamar Chase was away, Joe Burrow said. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you, how do you feel now that you've been playing without Jamar Chase and he said something along the lines of I I, I am who I thought I was and it's true he's making, he's making he's making really who have been NFL nobodies prior to that Samaj P Ryan and Trent Irwin look like uh the top of like they're at the top of the league
0: so I know you're I know you're a Bengals fan though but would you would you put Burrow in the MVP conversation next to Jalen Hurts, or would like would you say one A one B, or would you say he's still two or three? Mahomes and Hurts have still had a great year. Like, like how because I mean, Burrow's up to twenty five and eight now in the season, twenty five touchdowns, eight interceptions. Yeah, Hurts is up to think it's Hurts is nineteen and six with also like six or seven rushing touchdowns. So. And what are your Joe thoughts Has
1: like four or five rushing touchdowns? Yeah. So,
0: but like, what are your thoughts though? Do you think he deserves that recognition of he's one B and L hurts is one A, or is it hurts MVP to lose?
1: I don't think a Bengals player will ever win the MVP unless the wow. Bengals are the number one team in the NFL record wise. The wow. Bengals are such a, such a slept on organization. They don't have a big enough fan base. Wow. People, people sleep on the Bengals as a whole. Uh, so I don't think Joe Burrow will ever get the recognition he deserves until we and maybe that's just me as a Bengals fan being slept on forever.
0: I think but I think Burrow got, gets the recognition. I don't think the Bengals do. The Bengals don't. And
1: no way it, unless Chase does. <laughs> it, yeah, of course. Right. But unless the Bengals have a better record like we're mm. we're still we started off 5 and 4. We looked like we looked so okay. So I think yeah. people get, get that hangover like, oh, the Bengals were 0-2. The people still think the Bengals are bad. And now I think we have to win against the Bills and the Bucks to really- You got
0: to Brown- beat the Browns this weekend. That's huge.
1: Yeah. But we have If we beat the Bills and the Bucks, there is a good chance that Joe Burrow is in it for MVP conversation. But people are still remembering two weeks ago when we were 5-4 and four and the Eagles were- Seven and one, or yeah,
0: eight, eight, eight and eight one, and right? Yeah, clearly yes. the better team back then. Yeah, but
1: now, 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 look at it this far down the line. We're still remembering the five and four Bengals, but we're still thinking, oh, the Eagles were the best team in the league. That might change. It may be that the Bengals win out, and we we end up being the best team in the league with how many four losses. Uh, yeah. Then, then I would take Joe Burrow to MVP, but with a record like five and four, now seven and four, I don't see them doing it
0: team game at the end of the day though that's the thing too but how about this uh the eagles titans game actually uh a.j brown obviously he got traded from the titans to the eagles in the offseason he uh, went ballistic with eight receptions 119 yards and two touchdowns man oh man and then the titans actually fired their gm like three days ago because like i don't know if it's exactly because of that but man they dismantled them i saw the uh, clip at the end of the game it was like on paramount plus where tannehill came up to a.j brown and he Mm -hmm. was like man, you had to do that to us. You had to do that to us. So, man, they got, they got Wow, I mean, The, Titans, the thing is, the,
1: the problem with the Titans is they don't have a very good quarterback. He's right. A, he's a fine quarterback. They do mm. have maybe the best running back in the league. Mm. And I think they rely on that too much. They thought they could continue giving it to Derrick Henry yeah, and not needing top tier wide receivers to, to, uh to bolster the, the offense. We found out that Robert Woods is not a top tier wide receiver and Tannehill is no. not a top quarterback. So maybe if they had a wide receiver that could make Tannehill look a little bit above average, they'd be doing, they'd be in a different place, which is exactly what A.J. Brown would be doing. But they got rid of him or he left. Uh, you saw what happened to the Bengals game. They, they couldn't pass because no. that's just Tannehill. And we had two men spying on Derrick Henry the whole game. He averaged for two and a half yards a rush. When when Derrick Henry averages two and a half, half yards a rush, who can they can't win that game? No, they can't switch it on and off. Like like I say, it's, we it's running like game weekend and
0: yeah, like I said, week in and week out, the Titans and the Patriots remind me so much of each other. Obviously, because Vrabel came from the Patriots and they're just their their play style is just very similar. They're just they're very ground and pound. They've got good defenses. They don't really have any weapons on the outside. Titans and Patriots, I mean, if you look at it. so But uh, going back to the betting segment here, uh, Vikings-Lions. Lions are favored by two points. The, Vikings, me, the Lions are, my, are five and seven. Five and seven. Are you going to take the Lions minus two, or are you taking the Vikings? Lions are kind of hot
1: right now. In Detroit, right? obviously, it must be, right? Because that's yeah, right. Because the, the, la-
0: the last game was a minute. Their first one was in Minnesota.
1: I mean, I, I you have to take – I don't know how you ever bet on the Lions. It's just how do you ever bet on the Lions?
0: Take the over in that game. Uh,
1: Yeah, I would take take the over.
0: Okay, Eagles-Giants. Eagles are favored by seven.
1: Eagles-Giants.
0: Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley.
1: I am going to take a very selfish route here, and I'm going to say Giants to put Joe Burrow in a better MVP-talk position. And keep
0: Jesus.
1: The, 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 so keep so
0: Giants plus on. seven then, not to win the game. Giants plus seven, yes. Okay, okay. Ravens, Steelers, Steelers minus two, no Lamar Jackson this week. Kenny Pickett. Steelers have looked okay these past few weeks. T.J. Watt's back. That's going to be a bloodbath.
1: Yeah, I, I, I No bias here. Obviously, we need the Ravens to lose, but uh, it's just that Steelers-Ravens game, they're always a toss-up. And without oh, Lamar Jackson, I don't see the Ravens being able to put much together. Mm-hmm. Uh, tj watt coming out of backup qb backup qbs don't uh, tyler huntley i don't think he's he's used to getting pressure like a tj watt coming at him
0: Steelers are going to be coming heavy on sunday uh, man that defense uh, is legit uh, alex highsmith tj watt minka oh my goodness Omni
1: biased, but i would like to see uh i'd like to see the Steelers pull this one out and i think they have a really good chance
0: so you're saying Steelers minus two then Yep. I think, I think so too. All right. Uh, Chiefs Broncos, KC minus nine and a half. Why are we? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even,
1: I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even bother. I'd,
0: I'd, I'd, I'd lay an egg it's on that funny. one. The,
1: the Broncos. I absolutely, I loved Russell Wilson going into this year. I loved him as a player yeah. person. He is completely committed like reputation suicide this year. He is pathetic as a player. He's <laughs> obnoxious off the field. His Twitter presence is despicable. He mm-hmm. is horrible, and he continues to 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 not take responsibility for it. And it seems to completely ignore the fact that he is the single handedly destroying that team. He he's not going anywhere. No, he is. He's going to be benched. He's going to end his career on the bench. He sucks.
0: And I, don't I hope, know. They have I, no coach. That coach is a joke. I don't give
1: a crap. Russell Wilson is annoying, and I hope they get they lose by fifty.
0: All right. Anyways, Panthers. Seahawks. Seahawks minus three and a half. Seahawks minus three and a half. I love Geno
1: Smith. See, Geno Smith is a freaking quarterback. He's a, he's a guy that takes responsibility. I wonder why that line is he's so low. What is I'm, the line?
0: Seahawks are minus three and a half. That's got to get bumped up to minus four and a half. Yeah, I it, would take in see, C- C- see, C- uh, man, is it in, is it in Carolina? I think it's in Seattle. I gotta look. I'm pretty sure it's in Seattle.
1: I'm taking. I mean, why would you even bet on the Panthers? I don't even think they want to win any more games. I don't don't think think so. They win a game this year at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's in Seattle. Minus three and a half.
1: Yeah, Seahawks. Maybe I'm
0: missing something. No Kenneth Walker though too. But still, Um, Pats Cardinals minus one and a half. Pats are favored by minus one and a half in Arizona. Can you even Mm -hmm. trust the Cardinals this year,
1: dude? (laughs) Uh, so that's a sketchy game. I haven't watched enough of either of those teams. To Hopkins, make is gonna,
0: Hopkins is going to Hopkins is going to get his, but I'm taking the, I'm taking the Pats minus one and a half. in on that one. he, gonna, no, cause Belichick's going to outcoach the living crap out of Kingsbury. Kingsbury is just sitting there around the, with a cup of coffee on the sideline. He doesn't want to be there. Him and Kyler are too busy yelling at each other on the sideline. Have you see, have you seen that into the season? They've yeah. been script. Screen- <sighs> Jesus. Yeah. All right. So I am so excited for this part of the show. I think I was born to talk about this part. College football playoffs. Oh, man. One, two, three, and four. Alabama, you're not in it. Nick Saban, you can sit there and yell at the committee and, and you know, uh, plead your case, but you guys didn't get in, and you don't deserve to get in, and I'll tell you why you don't deserve to get in, because you lost twice. You lost to Tennessee, and you lost to LSU. doesn't matter if they were in the last possessions or not. You still lost. Now, Ohio State got in at four. Do you think Ohio State should have gotten in? 100%. 100,
1: 100, and 150%. How can you – Michigan's number one? Uh, no, Georgia's one. Okay, Georgia's one. How can you – they were – what was it, two and three? Go Like Michigan and Ohio State going in that game? Yes. Two and four? Yes. The loss, two and three. The two and three. Team, how, can you, how can you take that away from them? They've trounced every other player – every other team on the – on the field like that they've played mm-hmm. and who else are they going to let in? Like we've talked about that. You can't let Alabama in with two losses to two unranked, uh, unranked LSU now, right?
0: No, LSU 17 now.
1: Okay. Yeah. Barely ranked. right. And like, how can you, how can you possibly put an right. Alabama with a loss to LSU over Ohio state with a loss to Michigan? Like it just, uh, it wouldn't make any sense. Ohio state deserved it hundred percent. And, and, and then, yeah. I, yeah i State all the way it doesn't
0: it doesn't matter because in the near future here we're going to be getting a 12 team playoff so this is potentially the this is potentially the last year alabama is going to be
1: and i give so much hope to so many more football teams yes to, it to should to be, more be football fans
0: yes absolutely
1: be like because right now if you're outside the top four that it's meaningless utterly meaningless
0: yeah yeah yes exactly orange bowl cotton bowl peach bowl
1: Cheese it bowl, dude. No one gives a
0: flying you flip. You guys about are playing in, in the, bowl. Yeah, playing in the yeah, FSU is playing in the cheeseable Florida's it, playing in the Vegas bowl. They're unranked and they're six and six versus uh Oregon State. What are we doing here? <laughs>
1: it's it's so stupid. I don't understand why there's so many bowl games. They need to open up the playoffs and let it ride.
0: Yeah, I, I agree 100%. So. One, the
1: only thing I'm excited about is another FSU football game to watch, like go. Grab a few beers with my friends. That's all. Oh my
0: goodness. But how about this one though? Clemson and Tennessee are playing in the orange bowl and they're both wearing, and they're both orange teams. I saw a thing where everyone wants them both to wear orange.
1: That's what the Bengals Browns game should have been on Halloween. It should have been all orange.
0: Clemson's orange Tennessee's orange but uh, there's somebody on Tennessee that I'm going to get into here in a few minutes but so they I think the committee got it right at, with one two three and four Georgia's one Michigan's two TCU do you I mean I, I I think that's fair that they stayed at three you lost in overtime to Kansas State it was a very very close game still don't know why you I didn't run it with Max Duggan at the end there but
1: I think I, I don't know I, I didn't watch enough TCU but I think a late loss like that I would think would have dropped them out of the uh contention but
0: no, not not in no, not it, it no. was, championship. In this,
1: situ- in this situation, and yes. It t- if they weren't in, it was Bama. I mean, it Bama
0: had, Yeah, if Bama had the one loss that they would have somehow they would have oh most but Bama definitely. would have, Bama was would have never been
1: outside of the top four if they had one loss.
0: Two losses in your six. Or excuse me, your five. Oh my goodness. Good they, everything went right for them. They just they just didn't get in. Ohio uh, everything went right. TCU lost and uh and USC lost. Everything went right for them. They still just couldn't get in. And but I mean, the committee had it. They it was right. It was correct. They had their two losses. So uh, Heisman candidates here are uh, Caleb Williams, Max Duggan, C.J. Stroud, and Stetson Bennett. Obviously, uh, Williams is the USC kid. Duggan's the TCU guy. Obviously, Stroud's Ohio State, and Bennett's Georgia. I have a problem with number four, and the reason I'll tell you why is because Stetson Bennett does not deserve to be in the Heisman conversation with 20 touchdowns six interceptions and seven rushing touchdowns it just doesn't make any sense it does it's not fair to other I mean okay I can understand uh my two other people that I thought really should were in the conversation well one was Hendon Hooker and that's exactly why I said I'm going to get back to Tennessee in a second because of his play throughout the season he had 27 touchdowns two interceptions and 27 touchdowns two interceptions and five rushing touchdowns how did he not make it with that at least at least at four I know you lost to Stetson Bennett I, I completely understand that you lost to him it was a, a cra- crappy game in Georgia you got dominated but you had better stats and you were potentially the Heisman all throughout the year until you tore your ACL but Stetson Bennett after the LSU game you put him in because of that and then Blake yes, Horne the Michigan running back off. he got hurt but so what are your thoughts on the on the four
1: no, I think that's. I think that it's just uh, favoritism towards the the number one seed. Uh, I think yeah. that's pretty clear. Uh, he's obviously not going to win it. Twenty touchdowns is is nothing in college football standards. No, so it's uh it's definitely favoritism to the the number one team in the country. Did, Did you, you know see Stetson that? Bennett is older than Joe Burrow.
0: I was about to say Stetson Bennett's the same age as Lamar Jackson. It's insane. That's he's Stetson Bennett's twenty five.
1: Yeah, same age as Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson.
0: That's insane. Okay, so who's your Heisman though? I'll tell you mine, you tell me yours.
1: Uh, well, you're not going to like my answer.
0: No, I don't want I don't give a flying crap about Jordan Travis. I want who you're out of this for.
1: So not Jordan Travis.
0: No. Want me to give no.
1: second place? My second place?
0: Sure, fine. Go ahead. Second
1: place to CJ Stroud.
0: Really? All right, why CJ Stroud? Uh
1: because uh I'm from Ohio. I don't, I, I don't watch any of these top top college teams. I have no idea.
0: So, all right. Well, I'll tell you mine, and I'll, I I think this is fair to say. I think Caleb Williams deserves a Heisman. I understand you know, people will say, well, Pac-12, they don't play anybody. But, I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. I mean, he had a spectacular year. He got hurt against Utah. We might be talking about a different g- game. They might be in the – there would be in the playoffs if he didn't get hurt against Utah. Hats off to Utah. They played a great game. I'm not taking anything away from them. But Caleb Williams deserves a Heisman. His numbers showed it all throughout the year. He won AP player of the year. I don't see why he doesn't win Heisman at this point. He is the favorite. And if they give Sets and Bennett the Heisman, I might puke. (laughs) I might pour a gallon of milk over my head because I'll be damned. He does not deserve to win Heisman. I don't think he will. I think Caleb Williams will win Heisman. But uh, but yeah. So we talked about college football. We talked mainly about the NFL. We touched a little bit about the MLB. I think that does it for us, right? I mean, we covered a lot.
1: It's about a whole lot we got a, we got some clips there i think we
0: got we got an hour in just about so you're sticking with uh Raiders to cover minus six and a half tonight
1: yeah i I'll take it i think that uh i I like that a lot
0: fair all right yeah I'm
1: still excited to see uh Baker.
0: Baker I Mayfield. I love to
1: see his arm just to, he just likes to lug it downfield. So we'll see what how if he it goes.
0: just goes off tonight. He just I'd love it.
1: I love Baker Mayfield commercials. I think he's a great guy off the field. I think he's a, a really fun player to watch. He really gets into the game. So uh I wouldn't mind seeing him do well. I don't obviously you know you and I know both both know that we might eat our words, but he's probably not gonna do anything
0: he what i i'm saying baker Mayfield. oh this is all right this is my baker and mayfield just, let's, you
1: and i will take we'll take uh all of baker's overs and we'll we'll pray
0: <laughs> i'm gonna say baker throws for 243 that
1: is a lot it's no, a lot i'm against saying that raiders is, defense dude he's gonna throw for 130 yards and an interception
0: i'm gonna go 243 touchdown and a pick okay all we'll right all right well we that's have it right. on video evidence we'll, we'll that, see you. that's where we're leaving it at well thanks again for tuning in as always you know where to find us apple podcasts spotify iHeartRadio, radio and youtube as always we'll see you next time peace